Welcome to the Borealis Experience. I'm your host, Aurora, and I'm very happy to be spending some time with you today. I hope you're doing well. If you're not doing well, I hope I can bring you some hope and peace and self-reflection into your life. Today I want to talk about guilt, feeling guilty. Other people might call you guilty of doing something, or you might have done something that you still feel guilt for. It is right after shame, the lowest energy, the lowest emotion that you can feel. It's an emotion of close to being self-destructive. It is a feeling that we fear and want to avoid at all costs. Because if society rejects us, we're not only in deep pain and isolation, but our survival is being threatened. You have to know that our body, the way our body is producing emotions, our environment is producing emotions, is still strongly tied to our hunters and gatherers time many, many years back. And it will take a long time for us to adapt what is going on around us right now. We don't fear the sable-toothed tiger, any, tiger anymore. We fear stress, financial stress, not being able to keep up, not being able to belong. But when it comes to shame and guilt, we fall back into the hunters and gatherers time and we feel deeply threatened. We feel deep guilt for things that we have done that are not okay by society's norms. And sometimes even if you've gone through a procedure, if people have forgiven you and the government is off your back and you're free again for whatever reason, for whichever punishment was, was used, you still feel and live with that guilt. And it is especially intense with people who were never able to, how can you say that in English, make it up to the victim. They, they just done something really horrible, really bad, and they never apologized. They never talked about it. It was not talked about because the other people were scared of you or so uncomfortable or they just cut you out of their life. And yeah, it was never talked about. But those feelings stay inside of your chest. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it is a feeling that if you imagine a sitting in a crowded place and having a glass a glass door and glass windows around you, it is invisible to others 
and others feel like they can't really reach into you and, and be close to you. And for you, you feel like sitting in a glass house and not being able to be heard properly and not being able to connect deeply. Because that deep shame, that deep guilt is making you want to isolate because you feel you're not good, you're not worthy. So a lot of times with people who feel extreme guilt or shame for past things that happened or they have done, they overcompensate. They become superhumans, flawless humans, very strong-minded humans because they want to live in denial of what happened back then. They don't want to show any vulnerability and they want to be seen as good at all cost. Because they, they know they've done something in the past that would make them deserving of being excluded of society. But now they're overcompensating. They're being so good that who would ever judge them of being a bad person? And it is that deep feeling of unworthiness that is driving them and that is making them want to be the best, very best version of themselves. At the same time, they live in denial of what happened. That pain is still lingering inside of their chest and they can't seem to get rid of it. It is a strong feeling that at the end of the day will not even, yeah, leave you until you address it, until you speak your truth until you authentically express yourself of what was going on when it happened. And when you see that people are so willing to forgive you, they are so compassionate and, you know, they, they know that resentment and hate and accusations are not going to serve them. So they're going to set them free and maybe that will help you to set yourself free. It is very important to see that we have all done something in the past that we're not proud of or maybe even less that we're scared of, that we still can't make sense of. But we also have to see that we can seek forgiveness, we can seek clarity and we, we cannot be scared of strong reactions yeah there might be strong reactions coming out of you coming out of other people but this is the healing process this is where you can finally move on and be yourself again where you can fully embrace yourself and be proud of yourself and know that you're forgiven and know that you're not alone in this again we have all done something in the past that we're not proud of And if you are a true, loving human being, you will never extend those feelings in another. You will never, you know, unnecessarily make a person feel guilty or shame if you can see that they feel regret, if you can see that forgiveness is what is going to totally set them free and going to give them that possibility to reconnect to their heart again. 
It is such a beautiful thing to give forgiveness and to receive forgiveness, no doubt, but also to forgive someone else. It has nothing to do with power games. It has, has nothing to do with inferiority and superiority. It is pure love and both parties involved wanting to find peace. Living in resentment is very poisonous and can make you turn into a very miserable person. And living in forgiveness will change the way you view the world, literally. You will feel as if you can breathe again. You will feel as if you had to hold your breath for so long and now you can finally breathe again and feel free again. But forgiveness cannot only come from the outside. It has to come from the inside as well. It has to come from both sides. You have to forgive yourself internally and stop running away from it. Stop overcompensating for it. And you have to have the balls to ask for forgiveness as well. You know, I just had to st stop and think for a moment here. And now in Canada, very nasty things are coming up. Things that nobody wants to look at because they're just so nasty. One grave after the other. Over 1,500 children's skeletons are being found. And a very dirty history is being undug. And... When I look at the native community, indigenous people here are leaving, living sorry, in deep regret and deep sadness and maybe even a little bit of fear still. And whenever I talk to people from the indigenous, I, I see no anger. I see no resentment. I just see deep healing, wanting the deep healing and wanting to understand and wanting to be sure that this is not going to be repeated, wanting to know that they are safe now and that we stick together now. And this is so incredibly touching and beautiful and this is how we have to see it. A lot of people think that, oh, I've done something bad and now I have to run away from it. I have to like protect myself and defend myself and be ready to attack because the other person is going to attack me and make me feel shame, the lowest energy that there is, and guilt, the second lowest energy that there is. But you have to trust that intelligent human beings, healthy human beings, want to get their forgiveness out there as soon as possible and want to find solutions with you together and want to trust you again on deep levels and want to build strong communities with you again. So I hope that if you feel guilt and shame that you will find ways to rid yourself of these feelings and to open up and to show regret and to show compassion and to not fear that you will be punished 
to know that you can trust. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm sending my love out to you and I hope you know that, yes, I'm one person who shows the mirror right up to you and makes you see the things that you don't want to see. But it will help you to step forward, to move on, to forgive and to get rid of your regrets and your fear and to live and love again. If you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe. And if you really like my podcast, give me a five-star review and rating on Apple Podcast. It would mean the world to me. Thank you so much. I will be out there very soon again. Aurora. Oh, wow.